There's a wooden table with a large leather-clad book with the title Albion set upon it in a crowded medieval inn. Light gray smoke wafts through the air as people pass in front of a stone fireplace with a vibrant flame crackling within. A set of hands opens the book and flips through the comic book-like pages until it stops at a titled page titled Chapter 4, Downtime. Hi, I'm Dave, and I'm the GM of Albion. If this is your first time listening, you should know that Albion is a bit different from most other RPGs, as in this game is cut up into scenes, and the players will take on the different roles of different NPCs. I'll also make references to the pages and panels. That's because I imagine the story taking place like a graphic novel. So, I really hope you'll enjoy listening to the adventures of Albion. Now, let's introduce our players. Jimmy, why don't you start first? Just tell us who you're playing, a little bit what your character looks like, and what their goals are. My name is Jimmy Fool, and I'll be playing Rolo O'Kitter, who is a rat catcher currently in the city of Bolahat. He is uh, down on his luck and uh, constantly wearing a hood. He is a rat catcher, so he looks exactly how you think a rat catcher might look like someone who crawls around in the sewers. He's in a bit of a predicament now because he's been asked to steal something, and he has stolen something, but maybe not exactly what he was supposed to steal. We'll find out. Very good, very good. Hey, Nat, why don't you go next? Yeah, tell us what your character's name is, what she looks like a little bit, and what her goals are. Now, can you say that again? Just a little closer to the mic, please. Sorry. She's, uh, she just finished killing, like, a, a bunch of people. And, okay. Um, she's kind of starting to realize the extent of everything that's happened around her, so. Perfect. Peter, why don't you go next? Okay. Uh... Uh, Takrin is uh, a young man, um, uh, tall, uh, handsome, um, but his exterior appearance of uh, promising youth uh, hides um, growing disquiet in his heart. Um, he's experienced battle for the first time in his life, and to his dismay, He's discovered demons within his soul that have surfaced and caused him to fight fiercely uh, without much thought to his own life. Great. 
he he struggles with this for his father warned him of those taken by demons on the battlefield and how often their lives are cut short awesome and pascal why don't you go last yeah so my character is called the nameless this is so because she is going through a coming of age quest where she must uh, defeat powerful foe and at the end she will finally have her name and appearance wise she's she's nothing particular really kind of looks like um, any ordinary person nothing really outstanding and that's it okay great Alright, so with that underway, alright, let's play another little bit of music for a scene two. So while I kind of organize it, I'll kind of tell you a little bit what it's about. So scene two is Rolo coming back home after his adventures in the sewers. Get my Irish on. So the focus of the scene is, I think what I really kind of want to do is I want to put an emphasis on Rolo murdering somebody for the first time. Aye. And I want to make it kind of heavy, where it's still kind of tearing at Rolo's heart. Aye. It may not have been the first time that you killed a thing, like a rat or a wild <laughs> dog or whatever, whatever dozens you may have encountered in the mm-hmm. sewers. But this is the first time that you had a man and you got him to eat pretty much out of your hand and then you murdered him for it. Oh, it's straight up murder. It wasn't delicate, it wasn't nice. Yeah, no, it was it was it was it was it was, <laughs> it was masterfully done. Dirty. It was dirty. But it was dirty yeah, but it was dirty. This is so, what I become to pay back father's fucking debts. That's it. So I kinda wanna I kind of want to put a little bit of emphasis on it. Like it's not so when we did the effect, the effect was that you became super paranoid. You became Aye. very cautious and very detailed orientated. Do I still have that point of corruption? You, well, yeah, you're going to keep yes. that until your character does something that would. It, it's kind of like humanity in in, in a uh, white wolf. Aye. Right. So if you get ten points of corruption, your character's dead. <laughs> or mod. Well, yeah, exactly. You become un- uncontrollable and you become a villain, essentially. So you're at 1 out of 10, which is not bad. And it is possible to kind of get rid of corruption as we progress in the game, but it requires like acts of, of great self-sacrifice. Yeah. So I still, the effect won't last. Well, because it's still kind of like essentially kind of like the same session, essentially. Uh, I, I still kind of want to play at uh, Rolo's mental um, hindrance. Aye. So we'll kind of play play it at that where you're coming home with Millie, right? Aye. And it's your sister who's been up all night wondering where her brother is. Mm. Yeah. So, Nat, are you there? Yep. Okay, so I would like you to play Seralina. And the thing with Seralina is that she spent the entire night cleaning, waiting for her brother to come home. She doesn't know what happened to him. They know that they're still like in debt for a lot of money. 
and she kind of spent her time knowing what she does best when she gets really worried and nervous as she starts cleaning. That's the deal with Seralina as she's worried what happens to her brother. So when he, when she, when Rolo comes home, she kind of greets him, right? And she's very persistent on knowing what happened to him. And clearly, clearly he's not acting the same way that he normally does. Like something is definitely wrong. Yeah. So it was. It's pretty much like what we already kind of dis. It's pretty much what we already kind of distrust. Uh, discussed. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. I'm yeah. Done. Okay. Great. Yeah. So, Pascal, I'd like you to play Millie yeah. again. Yeah. So, uh, again, it's kind of like what we kind of discussed. So Millie kind of is both fascinated and scared of Rolo. Like she kind of watched him, kind of like manipulate the heck out of that guard right and he pretty much he pretty much would have done almost anything that Rolo kind of told him to do but kind of scared at the same time that Rolo's a murderer that's an understatement and that he's unpredictable you know exactly exactly yeah, yeah. so oh and uh, a bit with Selena too is that so Selena like is also kind of like taking care of the home. So later on, like when the scene starts settling down, like some things that Selena kind of needs to kind of get the house moving is like she needs money for the groceries and other things to kind of like fix up the apartment. So she's worried about her brother. She's worried about the house. She's worried about the freaking money. She got a lot. Yeah, that's it. She got ninety nine problems. How old is she? Worried about the kid in the corner. <laughs> I don't know, Rolo. How old is your sister? My sister is uh, slightly younger than me. Yeah, okay. So we'll say that she's uh, 22 years of age. 22. Okay. So, Pete, are you there? Yeah. Okay, Pete. So I made a character for you, too. Cool. And his name is Mac. All right. Now, Mac lives next door. Mac doesn't really need entertainment because all the entertainment that happens in the building is just like watching TV. For example, he consistently eavesdrops and sometimes he like makes commentary while he eavesdrops. <laughs> so like the couple who fights upstairs is like a family drama that he listens in on. And then he shouts in like, you shouldn't have done that. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. <laughs> The prostitute who works downstairs where they constantly fuck, that's like a porno for him. <laughs> right? When Seralina cooks, right? It's like what he watches through the window or like through like the crack in the wall, right? That's like his cooking show. <laughs> Why does it kind of feel like equal parts creepy and endearing? Uh, that's because it's exactly what it is. Oh my god. <laughs> So you know, we never see Mac. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, he's like the talking wall. <laughs> yeah. This is Millie. So young to see such a murder. Yeah. In the yeah. Okay. Here we go. We all good? Aye. I thought so. Okay. Right. Seventeen this whole time. All right. Sarah so now... could be seventeen. Yeah. Scene two. So the next panel flows into a mosaic illustrates the slums of Bolahat at midnight, where the drunks stumble into the streets with a shimmy walk that mimics a cathartic dance to some unheard music. 
Street gangs watch with suspicious eyes like sharks, looking for the moment of weakness before descending to rip its prey apart. The homeless, in contrast, turn away their gaze as they huddle close to trash bin fires in the dark alleyways, just looking to survive another night in their personal hell. The next panel shows is the close-up of Rollo and Millie climbing up the wooden lopsided stairs to the ramshackled apartment. And yet, another panel shows a close-up of Rollo's hand pushing in front of the door, revealing the inside of a cramped apartment. However, the floor now appears newly swept, the table now clean of clutter, and the walls look like they've been stripped from the flaky paint that cling to them. Seralina gets up from sleeping on the floor, covered in dust and dirt in her fingernails. It's clear that she spent a monumental task of transforming this shithole of a room into some semblance of a home. So, and action. So, you cleaned. She's been cleaning for hours. Who's that? Wow, I've never seen this place so clean. It's actually pretty good. Uh, thanks. It's what I what I do when I have nothing to do. Hmm. <laughs> so okay. How, okay. how did it go? Perfect. Fine. It's it's good. It's good. It's good. Oh. Millie, show her what I gave you. <laughs> hmm. Come on, show her what I gave you now. All the shiny. Shiny. Yeah, the shiny. He kind of like killed the guy. Listen, Millie, Millie. Get, Rolla gets down on one knee and like, takes Millie by the shoulders. Millie, in future... She's looking at him suspiciously. In future, if this um, association that we have is going to be fruitful and work for me, then it would be very important for you not to give out details about things that may or may not happen while we're busy hunting rats in the sewer. All right? Except to your sister. I mean, yeah, right? <sighs> so, you you did what now? There, 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 there was a fight, and uh, unfortunately, I had to um, do what I had to do to get done what I have to get done. But I did it, sister. I did it. I got it done. Okay. So this this one uh, this one score, this one deal may well be the ticket that we have. Maybe all we need. There's one thing. Think of it. Just one thing. One thing done. And then we can go home and all will be well and all father's mistakes are erased. But what's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to me? Well, you see, now now is the dangerous part. You see, this is important, Millie. You should take notes on this. This is the dangerous part because now we have what it is that they want. Right? And it's easy to, you'd think, for me to just go and give it to them. But in their mind, it's as easy to send somebody for much, much cheaper than they've hired me to get it from me and give it to them. So they're going to kill you? No. No, they're not. 
you know, because I'm going to outthink them. Now, Rolo starts waving his hand and puts a finger over his mouth and puts a finger over your mouth. And it's very important that no one know our plans going forward. Rolo looks over at the wall and points at the wall, indicating Max. I can't Max. see what you have. What is it anyway? So, sister, it's very important that no one finds out about all of the, the, the things and the special stuff that I have or where I've hidden it. Rolo continues to put a finger over her mouth, put a finger over his mouth, and then takes out the ledger from his bag soundlessly and quietly. She's basically just frowning at him the whole time. <laughs> because you see, that treasure that I've hidden someplace else is going to be the key to our future. And if anything happens to it, then we might as well be dead in the street. Right, Millie? Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense, I guess. Rolo, Rolo makes a motion to, to, to lift just the edge of his sister's skirt and makes it seem as though he's asking her to stick the, the ledger up her skirt. She kind of looks very affronted, but it's just uh, saying uh, and... She kind of just grabs it like out of his hand, basically like, slapping it. You know? Yes. Um, that's that's not a place I'm gonna stick anything, but sure. Weirdo. Oh yes, it's it's very good that you've mentioned that you know, like I we shouldn't stick that dagger in, in your sock there because we wouldn't want to mention anything about the the valuable stuff. Because of course, if people knew about that, then they would come in here and they would cut your throat and cut your hands off before they raped you to death. Rolo looks at his sister very seriously. She kind of, like, narrows her eyes and she scoffs a bit. Yes, your stupid dagger. I don't want it anywhere near me. No, 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 but, like, he has a point. No, no, he has... Trust me, I'm, like, what, ten? And I've seen this? Rolo points at the creepy little girl. Now, Millie, why why don't you show uh, why don't you show sister that that fine ten silver that I gave you? Why you gave her what? I gave her ten silver. She did a great job. She killed some rats with me. Just to be clear, brass is pennies. Silver is like hundred dollar bills. And if I remember correctly, when you uh, when you stole, you took a. You took three of the silver coins? Yes. That's like 300 bucks. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me you've lost it, little girl. Oh, I just don't know why I have to show it. <laughs> because, as Rolo leans in close... In this house we share, right? Well, in, in this room, certainly. And we wouldn't want to just leave one lady in danger in this room if she doesn't keep secrets. But in this house, we share. So I'm keeping an eye on you, brother. And she kind of just, like, she stuffs the ledger, like, under her shirt. 
That would be a fine idea, sister. I would feel most safe knowing that your careful eye is watching over both of us. Wouldn't we, Millie? Yeah, sure. Hmm. I tell, I tell you, sister, Millie is almost as valuable as the dog is now in the, my rat-catching adventures. Yeah, speaking of that dog. Yep, he's there. If don't he touch him. If he in this house, if he does any business in this house, you're the one cleaning up. I don't know how many hours I've spent in this stupid room. I, I don't know why you decided to clean this filthy, filthy room. This terrible room, but, uh... Yes, yes. You know why? I always do when I'm nervous and I have nothing else to do. Yes. I was worried about you. And, and well, you should be, but that's okay. Our adventure is done now, and all I need to do is the most dangerous part. now. Then she kind of just, like, she kind of glances at, like, the crack in the wall, takes a deep breath, and she's like, For record's sake, there is nothing... There's no hiding spaces in any of the floorboards. Oh, I can see None. that. Yeah. Don't What's worry, Sarah Lena. I'm on your side. <laughs> I mean, all he ever does is watch and comments. It's not that bad. Sarah Lena's been working so hard. She kept me awake for about three hours, but eventually I realized the hard work she's been doing and, you know... I think you should be um, very thankful of her. I haven't really heard a proper thanks to her. She crosses her arms and nods. Exactly. Thank you, Mr. Wallman. It's Mac. See, he's not that bad. Thank you, Mac. Thank you, Max, for your astute observation. And thank you, sister. Rolo says through gritted teeth. You're... Welcome, she says with like a big shit-eating grin. Excellent. And when we return home and I've paid our family's debts with this one simple act, and that's extremely dangerous, then, of course, we'll, uh, we'll be expecting a thanks for me, right? You'll, you'll, you'll see your thanks. Just nice. sit down so we can all have dinner. Oh, this is priceless. This is so good. Oh, it's, 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 <laughs> and... And yeah, okay. Good, good, good. Just this one thing, this one, this one job, and we're done. Everything's good, but now is the dangerous part. Now is the dangerous part, you see, sister, because now I need to make sure that the, the proper people get this treasure and that, that I get my uh, end without them trying to, you know, hold anybody for ransom. Hold a little girl over a boiling pit of oil, demanding what it is that I've stolen, without any payment back for me, without uh, tying my sister okay, to four look, different horses silver. and pulling them in different directions. <laughs> oh, look at that! Isn't that shiny? Ten, ten, right? Ten. Give me ten. That's what I have. Yes. But you know what, Millie? You. You keep that, of course. Oh. oh okay. Thank you. Yay! Mm-hmm. She's quite resourceful. She just puts this one, it back sister. in her pocket. Quite resourceful. <laughs> if I knew that's all you wanted to do. So Sarah Lena kind of just ignores them, and she goes to like 
looks at the food that she cooked, and she just, kind of just she's waiting for them to finish the argument. Just, just, down. just one thing, Millie. One thing. We do this one thing, and then we never have to go back to where we were ever again. Never have to go back to where we were or do what we did ever again. Just one thing. We're almost done. Almost there. <laughs> almost there. And then we just forget and move on. You can forget, right, Millie? Right? Uh, I can forget some things, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and then you can just, you know, like think that maybe one one bad thing is is terrible yes but if it brings about a good for an entire family then then it's it's a good thing yes hmm? that sounds really nice yes yes would would you like to meet the rest of my sisters millie you have more oh <laughs> oh god do i have more <laughs> yes I didn't know a family could grow that big. Precious <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, because my parents were dismembered and killed. Dismembered, even. I watched. Oh, dear. I don't like how you explained it, Frollo. That's how I said I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm all alone. Well... Maybe that's something that we can fix as well with our with our goodness that we we've done for the badness that we've done. We we can we can do some goodness for you. Hmm? Okay, I'm in. I thought you would be. I thought you would be. And my sister's a good cook. All right, both of you, just stop talking about murders and just come eat, will you? And she like puts her hands on both of their shoulders. No. Kind of like trying to push them to right. food. But All it's right. also like a reassuring. Like well, it's a reassurance for her. We've been told. She snuffs her face. Mr. Mac, if you want, I can bring you some later. Oh. That's so nice of you. I, I, yeah. I'll, this actually tastes cooked. Oh, oh cooked food. Cooked food. Oh, yes, yeah. definitely. I, 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 I. All right, I'll, I'll fix you up a plate. Danu, bless you. She pushes it through the wall. <laughs> Mac pulls out his hand. He like grabs the dinner through the wall. We'll look through one of the many holes. It's like Thing getting his food from Morticia. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Thing. So good. good. I haven't tasted anything like this in an age since I lived here in uh, what is this part of town called again? Oh, uh, Lowtown. Lowtown. Taste anything like this since I've been in Lowtown. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you like it. There's a bit more if you want some. Everyone can have second. <gasps> That's a thing! <laughs> right away, she grabs the second helping. 
<laughs> she kind of like Serlina kind of has her hand to her heart and she whispers to herself like she's so precious oh my god it's so good oh my god aye Millie you stick with us you keep confidence with us and things will change for you just this one thing if I can eat like this every day I am in good just tell me what you like to eat I'll make it for you what can I eat? I just don't gruel and like rats and like fish. You could see like Serlina's horrified expression. <laughs> uh, no, no more of that. Don't worry. You sure? At least yeah. the fish is. We can have fresh fish, but not rotten. Sarah Lena knows that uh, she spent some money on groceries, but she's going to need more. <laughs> oh, wait. So she's like <laughs> fidgeting. She's not even eating. She's literally just fidgeting with her fingers, like still very much nervous. And she's like, um, uh, so uh, speaking of food, actually, Hmm? Brother dear, I'm yeah. I'm going to need a bit more coins for grocery shopping. Oh, we can do that. Um, how much would you be able? <sighs> well, can, it's fine if it's just five brass coins. I, I can deal with that. I think we can do a little bit better than that, but uh, we won't be mm-hmm. we won't be here that long, of course, because as I say, this this one thing, we do this one thing, and we'll be fine. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll have we'll have money for food. Okay, good. Mother's rations were kind of running low. Hmm. Aye, but we'll we'll be back to her soon. I hope so. This one thing, this this one thing, so close, but we just need to be careful. And then just places her hand on her brother, on her brother's shoulder, and just leaves it there. Rolo takes her hand and just holds it. And scene, guys. I think that's pretty good. Hey. All right. So leave it to Beaver with more murder. <laughs> and a guy through the freaking wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> did you like that? Uh, did you like that, Pete? Yeah, yeah it was cool. That was great. Nice, uh, touching family scene between murders. Perfect. <laughs> exactly. You've been listening to Albion story set in the Warhammer fantasy universe. Playing Albion is fun, making Albion is hard. If you're a fan, like and subscribe, join our Facebook, and if you'd like to help us make more episodes, you can contribute. See our page for details, but wait, there's more story yet to unfold. This is one episode of a continuing story. We'll bring you more of Takrin, Fieldhelm, Rolo, and the Nameless soon. Keep watching this space.
Scene one, uh, keeping Malcolm from killing himself yet again. Uh, <laughs> he's a uh, tragic character. He's really tragic. He's very tragic, yes. Well, he has purpose now, so. That's true. That's true. So, um, I just want to take a little break, guys. I just need to run to the bathroom. And then uh, we'll be back in about maybe like five, ten minutes. And I'll start scene two, if that's okay. Cool. All right. Great, guys. I'll be right back. Okay, good. While he's gone, let's talk shit about him. <laughs>